out, little brother. I just drove my little Ford Focus in a wall. Come pick me up, please. And I'll be like, okay. This is At The Nexus, episode 125. Sometimes they're human, and sometimes they're questionable. On Sunday, May 4th, 2014. And now, with a customer support chat. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petsch. How's it going? It's good. How about you? Doing well. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. How are you doing this week? Uh, you know, this week, it's been a long week. Oh, what made this week long? Well, uh, I had this uh, rather large, you know, 15% worth of class project to do. 15%? That's nothing. Well, it is, because there's only three projects, and if you don't do all three, and you don't do, like, 60% on all three of them, you fail. But, I bet you could just sleep through it and still graduate. And make because because I have a partner, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well. They pick no. up the slack. They, they, you think so. Like, if you were having a busy week or, you know, something, you know, the partner could do a little bit more. Or maybe mm-hmm. one time I might do a little bit more and he might do a little bit less. No. Mm. No, that's not how it happened. Yeah. No. Well, you, you probably wonder, what is this class project? Well, I think it is to use a virtual operating system. To create a virtual operating system that runs that thing and manages memory. Yeah, virtual memory, in fact. Ooh, even virtualer. Yeah, so um, we're supposed to be making a virtual paging system in virtual memory and a virtual operating system on top of Java, which runs in a virtual machine on Windows. Pretty clever. That, uh, but it runs anywhere, right? Yeah, it runs anywhere. Okay. So I was running it on Windows. Okay. Well, that's that's yeah. you know that's a good place to run it, isn't it? Right. Um, and so one typically works with a partner for this kind of thing because it is quite a large project. You know, like we don't have to write the OS because that's given to us, but we have to implement you know various parts. And this yeah. pr- part of the project was to implement the virtual memory manager and the paging system. Well, my partner Sam didn't exist. Uh, you know. That's that's bad. Mm -hmm. So he didn't write any code. However, he did help me write code. So I suppose it's okay. You see, when did this all... So how long did you have this assignment? Maybe two weeks. And when did he start talking it to you about it? Yeah, two. The day it was due. The day it was due? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got a nice partner. Isn't it great? Now, I must say, though, because Sam was not involved except for the the last 20 minutes of this project, it was actually what I feel to be the best project that we've done in this class because previously i've tried to delegate out work really i mean it's that's, that's that sounds interesting delegation well but but it wasn't because he didn't do mm. that so by by doing it all my way up front it was better well i feel like you learned a lot more mm. doing it all by yourself uh-huh. than, uh, i think it. so See, whenever I was partners with Nate Taylor, I mean, I mean, the guy was asleep and then just instantly knew the answers, so I never had to do anything. It made my life a lot better. Uh, speaking of my life, um, it got a lot better this week. Why? So, like, you know how I was, like, you know, florer, and then I was, like, you know, bookstore person. Uh, I think you mean florist, bookist, and I don't know what the next one is. Um, and then I was a probationary city carrier assistant. Yes. Okay. Well, see, my rank has changed again because uh, I am now no lo- longer a probationary city carrier. I am a city carrier for the city of St. Paul. Well, that's good. Northland District. So what what are the perks that come with that promotion? Uh, Well, pay is the same, mm. but I have a route now. Oh, a continuous I route. will be starting at 7 o'clock, and I will hit my eight hours at 3.30. Well, mm-hmm. you get a half hour unpaid lunch. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, because I'm 
I don't. I I really think they'll keep me out on the street a lot longer because a lot of people are out on the street till four and stuff, and mm-hmm. they start then. So um, even though the pay is different, I get to start another two hours earlier, which means I get overtime two hours faster. That's better because they always send me out to go get the collection boxes when nobody else does. Yes, which that that only happens a few times a week because you know everyone's very pro. Right. But mm-hmm. yeah. But no, I'm I'm quite happy. I have uh, my own route. Um, it is a very confusing route, and I really ruined it on uh, Saturday. And what, what route is that? Uh, it is Route 18. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's rather close to Central. Okay. Um, so you're familiar with the area, or just yes, it's just a um, death trap. Well, the the thing about it, it's really hard. Is there's a large chunk of it is on University, mm. and so there's this building, 726 University, that has five businesses in it. But none of them have suite numbers, and I don't know any of the businesses. And on Saturday, um, I was just kind of thrown into the fire because I don't start till Monday, being the regular carrier. Um, but they let me kind of preview it on mm-hmm. Saturday to see what I was getting into, because um, otherwise I would have terribly ruined it. Right. Um, but no, I'm uh, I'm moving up in the world. Well, good. So how many years until the next one? Next move up. Mm-hmm. Between one to two. That's not too bad. And uh, yeah, good. I got. Um, on Tuesday, I should have um, almost three days built up in vacation. Three days, huh? Okay. Well, you see, I got to get as much vacation built up as I can before September. Are you doing that uh, hunting thing again? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This time, there will be blood, blood and guts. But not from you. You see, even if I fall out of the tree stand, I don't think there's going to be that many guts. Right. And by the way, statistically, last year I was a lot heavier. That is true. So the tree stand should hold up better this time. Yes. So not only, so last year I got the two person stand, figuring because I'm twice as heavy as one person, and this year um, I think I'm only a time and a half. And so I've handled the stress last year. Um, but it, it's already been weekend. Well, because a tree fell on it. Because like you know, it's also a pruning stand allegedly. Yes, it is. Yes, you're right. Yes. It did. That did um, happen. No, I I am excited. My uh, life is changing for the better. Mm-hmm. And guess what? What? When I'm out in the street. I don't use technology. Yeah, I, you know, so I've been telling you all this week about this uh, virtual memory manager and the, the intricate details, and you're like, yeah, I just, I don't do that anymore. I'm, you know, <laughs> and it's all you so need funny. is a set of eyeballs and some fingers to go through the mail. Like, And, and it's just so funny. So um, yesterday, maybe two days ago, I was, you know, researching cameras because I want to buy a camera and you know how I am. You've got to research every camera possible and then price creep as heavily as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so I was watching some sample video from a camera and I saw that whoever this guy was doing the sample video, he was like on a, an Indian reservation and these old people were making these like straw bundles. I don't know what they were for. They, they kind of look like a boat. And I thought, you know, these people must be the most respected and knowledgeable people of these people, and here I am coding a virtual memory manager, and it's just the scope of knowledge is absurd. There, you know, when you when you put it like that, it does look kind of weird because Pretty... straw does not look like boats. Well, I so that just shows you how much the lack of knowledge I have for boats and or straw. You know, that that happens. It, it does happen. Also, this week, so you know how I I am a. Uh, User of LastPass, that service? Uh, the the red one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so I bought the premium. I hope and so. And so when you buy a premium, you get free credit monitoring. Do you? Yes. Yes, yes, right. Um, and so I, I set it up. And so after, I got... Especially a, after that Target thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I got a notification this week saying that, um, you know, I have been, my credit has changed. 
And so I clicked learn more. And then so they told me that it would only cost me $10 a month to find out. Mm. So it's a dollar a month for premium. And then for LastPass credit monitoring premium, it doesn't just tell you something's wrong. It tells you what's wrong. Well, kind of nice. And so I'll figure it out. Um, like, so one of the problems with the uh, credit monitoring in general is because of the, the three Briero things, like Experian, Exodia, and Ingenious. <laughs> I, I think it was Exodia, Obelisk, and Decipher. Oh, well, see, I, you, you can see how I might mistake them, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, because there's those three, you have to ping each one and then they'll all lie to you if the other two don't lie to you and then if one isn't lying the other two will lie but if you can play all three at once the truth comes out right exactly so that's why you just use LastPass. Mm. yeah but no ten dollars a month that's it is pretty pricey well i just want to know what's wrong mm -hmm. i looked at my so i immediately went to my bank accounts and uh, all cash money is there um and so I, i've been thinking that i should move all my money out of the bank into more secure funds like what uh, Domino's gift cards. Is um, what I was thinking. Negative ten on secure. No, they're good forever. Yeah, but you'll use them incrementally. No, it's not like they all can uh, go away at once. I feel like you could figure out a way. No, I see. No, I I just don't. So you so you acknowledge that pizza has a timeline of life. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Good. No, but um, you know, I I'm very angry about this LastPass thing deceiving me. I mean, it it's not like they can make it free forever. But I'm I'm paying for it. You're paying for LastPass Premium. Which comes with credit monitoring. Free credit monitoring, not free credit reporting. Well, they just told me... it. So they the worst part about it... They don't tell you. Is they told me there was a change. I don't even know if it's good or bad. Because your credit can go up. That's what I'm saying. You have to go to each one of the three bureau places, and you have to find the change. They don't know what it is either. They just know that it's not the same. They just grep it, and if the outputs yeah. are different, that's what they um, say. And so, like, you know, if somebody steals your identity with a Visa credit card, mm -hmm. you can just scream, not me, and they'll take care of it. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and so my money's still in my bank account, so regardless of what's happened, I am financially sound until next week. Until next week? Mm -hmm. Which, what? Oh, probably a new Menards ad would come out, and there's Domino's and stuff. Yeah, my mom is supposed to go out and buy... Um, like 600 bricks or something. I mean, that's 600. Yeah. Um, 500. Want that picked up, you can always look. Like, my truck works. Yeah, my, uh, the, so does Menard's truck. Oh, you, they'll deliver for free or? I don't know. If you're already buying 600 bricks, does it really matter how much it costs? Just don't buy 30 bags of dirt. No, I would never do that. Yeah. So, so uh, news. Yeah, news. But uh, where can we find that news? Oh, you can find it at thenexus.tv slash ATN. 125. 125. 125. We already done 125 shows. Does that mean there's only 25 left until we can quit again? <sighs> True enough. Now, isn't it also absurd that it's only 25 episodes until kind of sort of November? Yes. Isn't that just weird that there's only 25 weeks between now and then? Sure. I, I feel like that's a really short amount of time. You know. You don't think so? I think, you know, there's about four weeks in a month. Oh, so you so you, you, you can do that We're now. We're, we're in uh, month five. Uh, tomorrow is that, uh, Cinco something, Omayo. Yeah, yeah. Omayo? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it was, um, uh, Star Wars Day, apparently. Oh, yeah. May, May the 4th be with you. Thanks, Greener. Thanks, Greener, because that's, that's where it comes from. Anyway, why don't we talk about Facebook? I, I hear you like Facebook. Well, not really, but, but they had their developer conference this week. F8. F8? Fate. You know. It's pretty clever. That is. I mean, you can just imagine Zuck sitting in his corner, like, what should I call my developer event? <sighs> Man, it's fated to suck. Oh, fate! You see, just like that. Well, this week, 
Facebook introduced what they're calling the Facebook Audience Network, or FAN for short. Now, so you you know how uh, AdWords or AdSense works for mobile apps. So mm-hmm. if you, if you have a app in the Play Store or you know somewhere on Android, free apps tend to have ads in them, and that's brought to you by AdWords or AdSense, depending on what you go through. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine that, but instead of that being powered by Google, imagine that same thing being powered by the Facebook. Hmm. Yeah. How do you? How, what do you think about that? Does that sound good to you? It, it it sounds like everyone else's service. Yeah, it does. But instead, you're you're going through Facebook. You see the differentiation. See, I, don't, I don't utilize them at all. So, well, I don't. I I personally would hate that. I would prefer that Google takes my ad revenue rather than Facebook. But that's just me. But why? Well, because I directly benefit by the money. Uh, Google earns off of me by making Gmail better, Google Plus better, and all those other Google services. And thermostats. For, uh, the thermostat division, I benefit. that's not going to be self-profiting. They're going to have to take stuff from somewhere. Honestly, they probably are self-profiting. It's probably way... They probably make a big margin on those. Yeah. Now, uh, in addition to that, because it's part of the Facebook audience network, let's say you're... Um, you have a bunch of apps on your phone that all use it. Mm-hmm. And those apps can send signals to Facebook to tell them like what you've done and what apps you're using and things. So they can target ads very specifically if it works. Like in theory, this is how it's supposed to, uh, AdWords are supposed to work, but you know, it doesn't. Mm. Cause who's logged in on mobile? Hopefully no one. Exactly. Yeah. So they had some other cool stuff that came out though. Yes. And the other cool thing is anonymous login. Is that actually cool though? Well, if I said Facebook is rolling out what is called anonymous login, what would you say? That, uh, you could use it without logging in. Like so, like let's say you wanted to go look at um, the Nexus's Facebook page, mm-hmm, which is like, existing. You'd have to log in to see it, right? I don't know. Don't Let you me... have to have one to see one? I don't know. I'm going to go try it right now. I've never done this before. The answer is no. You don't have to log in to see it. Huh. Whenever I try to look people up and stuff, it's always no. But this is a page. It's not a profile. So no oh, not a person. I guess there's a, there is a distinction in that. Yes, there is. Because, you know, I don't have a Facebook, and so I can't, you know, look people up. Right. Well, so what Facebook anonymous login is, is actually not anything to do really with the website. It's actually do, to do with more of uh, web services and mobile apps. So let's say there was a web service, maybe like Feedly, for example, because I know Feedly has this option. So you know what Feedly is, right? Mm-hmm. It's the successor to Google Reader. Yeah. Kind of. And so if you log in to Feedly, you have three options. You can make a Feedly account, which is okay. You can make a Google Plus. You can, you can sign in with Google Plus. You can sign in with uh, maybe Yahoo, and you can also sign in with Facebook. So you have different account providers, right, you know, mm-hmm. through OAuth. And what if you didn't want Feedly to know your name and email address? What if they? What if you didn't want Feedly to know anything about you? Well, now you can use Facebook's new anonymous login button. Sounds like they're protecting your security. They're protecting your privacy by not letting the third party know who you are, but you still tell Facebook who you are instead. So it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of misleading. It's not anonymous. It's mm-hmm. trans. It's opaque. Opaque login. It, it's opaque yeah. to the third party. That's not too bad. Um, have you? Can you use this yet, or when is this launching? It's, they say it's going to come out sometime this year. I'm feeling like that's fall. Like, there's a lot of groundwork they have to do, and not only that, it's not something that will be automatic. You, as a 
app developer or a web service provider will have to put the button in and the service back in to make it work. Hmm. Like if your app previously absolutely needed an email address and now suddenly Facebook won't provide it, you have to re-architect some things. Yeah, I can I can imagine that being bad. Well, right. And so then honestly then, how many businesses will actually, or you know, things will implement it? If you absolutely need an email address, it's kind of important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Twitter's been changing some things, too, this week. Twitter's good. Yeah. Um, so with their native Twitter app, um, there's now a mute button so you can apply to a person's profile. So let's say I'm following 100,000 people. Or maybe TechMeme. Or TechMeme, a place that tweets every 12 seconds, every 15 seconds. <laughs> now, that adds up really quickly. And so let's say you, you, you want to be hipster and you want people to see, like, oh, I'm cool, I'm actually following people, but you don't want to read their crap. Well, now with this new mute button, you can follow the person, but you don't have to read what they say because you don't like them. So this is actually a really cool thing. So, like, for instance, let's say uh, somebody's doing a live tweet stream. Like, maybe I'm watching some Microsoft event, right? And it's, uh, you know... Your or Twitter, fate. or I'm 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 watching F8 and and which was an event, but I was in class, so I didn't watch it. But let's let's say this is happening, right? Mm-hmm. And you're tweeting, and somebody is trying to read their Twitter stream, and they're trying to read whatever, and you're just filling the stream with a bunch of meaningless garbage. They can temporarily mute you, which I feel is really nice. See, I was thinking it more of like the long term practice of like permanent mute. But but then why why mute them? Why not just unfollow them? Because I want people to think I'm bloated. I don't know. I think that's pointless. Now I have millions of. I follow millions of people. It's. I mean, it's great. So, so also, do you remember something called TweetDeck? Yes, it uh, used the most that beloved Air Twitter thing. engine, the Twitter yeah. Twitter client. Yes. That well, you need Air for back in the day, it actually had a muting feature. So it was client side mute. So you'd still get all the tweets streamed down to you, mm-hmm. but it just wouldn't display them for a set period of time from that particular user. So cool. it was timed and client side. So you would always have them. You just wouldn't see them, which I feel is really nice. So imagine if you were, if somebody were doing that live stream thing, mm-hmm. what if you could just meet them for an hour or 12 hours or a day or whatever? I feel like that would be more useful. Like, um, let's say you're going to bed for the night. You just mute it for eight hours. Right. That'd be great. Mute everyone for eight hours. Or you could just turn off your phone. Yeah. Oh, but, wait, but no, then, then it, um, distressing calls couldn't get sent to you. If there's a distressful call in the night, I don't care. Well, let's say, like, um, ah, uh, little brother, I just drove my little Ford Focus in a wall. Come pick me up, please. And I'll be like, okay. And I'll just, like, you know, uh, I don't know. But you don't ever drive anyone around, so, like, yeah, you don't have an emergency response situation, so, yeah. I can't say that I ever have, so, indeed. Well, like, I've, I've gone to pick up, like, um, like when my sister crashed, I drove the title over to her so she right. had the car scrapped. And yeah. my brother's car, like, you know the Sable? A lot of times it wouldn't start, so I'd bring my toolbox over to him. And, I am very yeah. familiar with the Sable. Luxury. The luxury car. Sure it is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let me tell you about AMD, because we're talking about hardware, right? Oh, man. Everyone likes AMD. Because we totally organize our stories here. Mm-hmm. Uh, AMD, as you might have heard, likes making this thing called an APU, which stands for what? Uh, advanced Processing Unit? Yeah, something like that. Well, they are going to be releasing some new Accelerated ones. Accelerated Processing Unit. Okay, fine. I think Advanced, advanced micro devices you know, make... Accelerated. APU. Yeah, okay, fine. Same thing. Though. Well, so they're releasing uh, some new APUs this year. The yeah, whole family got a revamp. Which is pretty nice. The first set is what is known as a BEMA. 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 BEMA, BEMA. Uh, they are going to be cheap, primarily for laptops and notebooks. The uh, A6, 
version of this will only use 15 watts, which is very power efficient. Incredibly. Now, we'll have to see what the real performance is. They're clocking it at 2.4 gigahertz. Um, although I don't really know what 128 cores means in this so description. The CPU has four cores, but the APU has 128 Radeon cores. Oh, right. So the, the, the and, APU implies that there's graphics integrated. Yes. And, and so the GPU is only clocked at 800 megahertz. Right. So what's your graphics card? Like, uh, like it, it can overclock to 1200. Yeah. I mean, 800 megahertz sounds kind of dismal, but with 128 Radeon cores. But, but so like, like it idles at 800. And then it can overclock itself mm-hmm. up to twelve hundred, and so if it if it eight hundred doesn't mean much because there's one hundred twenty eight as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Now there's another set called the Mullins, which are not for laptops. It's actually for phones and tablets. And and so is this the first AMD chip for tablets and phones? Oh no no. What was it before? What 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 is Mullins well, taking over? A ten micros um have. Okay, you know. I, I don't know. So the uh, top of the line A10 in the Mullins category will be using 4.5 watts, which is like zero. Yeah, I mean um, that's like standby and, most phones, and, and and then only use 2.8 watts on standby. That's great. And and you you right here buy now, which is funny because how are you going to put that into your phone? Well, you can't. But no. uh, just like the A6, is it has four cores. Um, it's clocked at 2.2 gigahertz. Uh, has two megabytes of L2 cache. And uh, also has 128 Radeon cores. So what I'm asking now, and this is going to be a hard thing to answer, mm-hmm. what's going to use this? Oh, I'm thinking the next Surface fails are going to have these. Right, because but, but wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they go with uh, some Adam thing? Uh, I was thinking like you know Tegra 3.5s. Uh, you mean Tegra 5? No, 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 no. 3.5s. Uh, I think it's called the K1 now or something. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, it's the Tegra K1 now, yeah, yeah. It, it's changed. But no, this, this whole revamp, so we, we were only talking about the, the, the top of the line stuff, but the, the A4s and the, the, all the E series crap. Like Honestly, the, please don't buy an A4. Yeah. If, if you're not buying an A6 for not using it, at least buy an A8 if you're intending to actually sit down and type. But we should also point out that the E1 6010 uses only 10 watts. Yeah, and, and that be, is for notebooks. It'll be as fast as molasses. But it does, it is clocked at 1.35 gigahertz. Like my grandmother mm. has an E300 or something. It's 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 atrocious. Yeah, I have the EC350 thing. Yeah, um, which isn't that fast from what I hear. Yeah, well, so mine uses 10 watts too. Um, which is really great. I mean, if it's just for like a, H, you know, a home media center thing. You know, it's great as long as it doesn't have to no, do anything. No, no, it's it, it's it's not because there's a so let's say you're trying to output to a you know a TV yeah. can't why lag tearing. No, but what if it's just video? Like, because isn't that accelerated independently of the screens? I don't know. I I tried. Well, maybe that's because I was using um, VLC on a terrible Debian with very limited driver support. So I would say that was the problem. Yeah. Um, no, you so know what's we, really we're not sad? mentioning it, but. Uh, BSD 5.5 came out, and last time I had BSD on that, I just got kernel dumps. Mm. Like, I'd, I'd get halfway through boot, and then it's like, kernel dumped core. And I'm like, ooh. So, you know, it'd be really sad is when you buy the Windows to get around the driver problem, but the Windows license costs more than the entire computer. But I think that's the direction they're going for, because you know how Microsoft is given subsidized prices for end PCs that are under 250 So I was about to ask, so you know how the new Windows is free for things with was it free or subsidized no it's free so it's absolutely free for anything total cost under 250 but that that's the subsidized one but it's free if it's nine inch screen or less what if there's no screen 
Isn't that like zero? So, like, what does that mean? Well, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, but you should put a link in the show notes for this uh, story. Oh, so. oh, um, you can view the story with hot hardware, like uh, the premier hardware reviewing site, and uh, it's totally not on its own bullet line. That, that's okay. Yeah, I I hope it's my not. my parser will fix it. Oh, it's highlighted too. Um, well, why don't you tell us about uh, T-Mobile? Oh, speaking of that. If, if we have to stop the show because I get a phone call, I have to take it. It is my T-Mobile custom support guy, chap, that is supposed to be checking up on me for my one-week thing. Uh, last last Sunday, I signed up for PostPay. And so he was going to call me today right around this time to say, are you still happy with me? And I'm going to be like, yes, except for the billing. So tell us about T-Mobile. Well, T-Mobile has added 2.4 million subscribers in Q1 2014. Now, is Q1 actually over? Yeah, Q1's been over for, like, literally. I don't know. I, see, Q, Q1 Q's... would be from January to March, and then from March until May would be Q2. Because whenever I read the news and stuff, like, people still talk about 2013 Q4. Like, like the... That'd be December. Yeah. Right. But... I know, it all it always just messes me with these whole cues. Well, then you also have the 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 other problem of companies' quarters being different because it's from founding date instead of yeah. time. I mean, it's 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 always fake. Yeah. Um, and so that sets the the T-Mobile current record, um, which is what uh, uh, two point four million subscribers in one quarter. In one quarter. I now, mean, how many? Well, uh, so T-Mobile has now with that quarter included. 49 million customers. That sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Now, if you thought that sounded good, that's up from 34 million a year ago this time. So, that's almost double. I mean, it's like 10 million short of double. I mean, I would say that that's 15 million up, not not really double. No, 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 no. You got to hype it like you want people to switch to it. Well, I understand. Uh, and and so now apparently this is only 6 million away from rivaling Sprint's customer base. So how's Sprint? Like, uh, what number are they for total? Like, who's the biggest right now? Uh, well, what do you mean? Who's the biggest? Who's bigger? Who has who has the most users? Well, Verizon has the most in general, mm. but that that's not saying much because if if T-Mobile has uh, forty nine and there's only six away from uh, Sprint, that means Sprint has fifty five million. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Verizon has insane numbers; like it's in the hundreds. Must have been all those beautiful commercials they released. Well, not only that, it's also because they have the broadest coverage and they're the biggest nationalized player. And then AT&T is second. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so since we're talking about T-Mobile, you know how they had a great Q1? Did, you, did they? Did, yeah, you, you just heard about did, that. The, the, that. That huge, huge record breaking yeah. 2.4 million subscribers? Yeah. Well, there is kind of a downside to that growth. Uh, it was kind of expensive to essentially buy a lot of those people so you know how they have that uncarrier thing where you can have a phone plan with some other company and then they can pay off your mm etf your early termination fee Mm -hmm. for 650 dollars and then you go to t-mobile well they got 2.4 million uh subscribers but they had to pay 100 million dollars to pay off those etfs well that's fine you know nobody's gonna leave now subscribers for a little bit of money you know i think it's a good deal because Hopefully, the service people don't is like changing. Good. No, one, like, once you're there, you tend to stay for a while. What's also nice is T-Mobile. If you did want to leave, there's no contract. You just cancel, and no big deal. And when you when leaving is that easy, why would you? Exactly. Like the stress is not there. 
So we'll have to see, though, if T-Mobile wants to sustain the loss from for getting customers. Like, how far, how many customers do they want? That'll be the question. Well, I don't know. That's a hard question to ask. Mm-hmm. But with all this expansion, T-Mobile is uh, doing quite good. And so, you know, Sprint buys them out. Like, Wouldn't that be funny? I mean... Because there, there was talks about this like last year. Remember how we were saying like if it got approved and it's, it's Sprint is saying it's still in the plan to buy T-Mobile. Yeah, it is still in the plan, and apparently the formal bid will be sometime offered in June or July, depending on when the banks get around to giving them all the money they wanted. That's going to take some time. Now, do you remember what they were asking for? How much money was it? I don't remember. I don't anymore. remember. It was either. so long ago. It doesn't seem like it was that much in retrospect. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is. So do you do you think it would be advantageous for Sprint to lose customers from Sprint to send them to T-Mobile and then to just buy T-Mobile? You know, like when you think about Sprint acquiring T-Mobile, is Sprint acquiring T-Mobile? Like what are they acquiring? Well, see, listen to how last week I was um I just switched phone plans. Like, plans. Yeah. yeah. And so I was looking at you know T-Mobile does the GSM uh, yep. um mm-hmm. yuck, yuck. Um but so my only two choices for my phone are T-Mobile or AT&T. Correct. Because I can't do Sprint. Right. Like, um, or Verizon. Or Verizon. Mm-hmm. So how does that all work if they buy the different band? Exactly. What what happens? Because well, you can't ask 50 million people to buy new phones. But can't you? So what the idea is... <laughs> I don't know. Can't I? <laughs> wow. Was that, was that funny? No. Um, so have you ever heard of what is, what, what is known as a singular? I've heard of singles. So, I can tweet that. Um, so, uh, Sprint, I believe, um, acquired uh, Nextel, not Singular, because I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Nextel used a really, really old legacy platform. I don't know what it was called, but it, it enabled their walkie-talkie thing. Like, you press it, it yeah, would do I took the, a picture of the, and then it would talk to the next person. You know the um, picture of the cell tower warning sign I just took a picture of? Mm-hmm. It's got Nextel stickers all over it. Oh, that's pretty funny, yeah. then. So though that old legacy network was being phased out, but at the time, a lot of the Virgin Mobile and Boost Mobile phones were primarily based on that platform because one of the touted features for Boost Mobile and early Virgin Mobile phones was the fact that they could do that walkie-talkie thing. And so they were phasing it out by 2012, I think, and so they basically forced people, whoever was using an IDEN network, to lose service. Like they would only get 3G and no IDEN anymore. They would just it would just be over. Hmm. So presumably, if T-Mobile were to be purchased by Sprint, they would phase out their old legacy CDMA stuff over time, and anybody who stopped having access to the 3G service, they would just get a new phone. Yeah, like they'd only have to, they'd only have to wait for three years at most because that's when the contracts would expire. Some people have three year contracts. Well, no. So you say now. We're 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 saying in three years this will stop, and if you still use it in two years, well, you I, suck. I think Microsoft kind of set the bar with eleven years. Like, well, and it's no because and then they'll have for, forgiveness year, and then and then your browser may be patched. But we'll yeah. get to that. So, uh, you you remember last week we were talking about that OnePlus phone? Oh yes, yes. You know it's a pretty nice phone, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and an amazing price. Top top of line specs for only two ninety nine mm-hmm. or three fifty if you want sixty four gigs. Um, well, you know how they were doing that promotion where you'd have to smash your current phone to yes. get their phone for a dollar? And I was thinking about buying... Something. Wait, what? What? What'd you just... So you, you have to smash your phone and then pay them a dollar to get their phone. Ah. Right. So, 
that promotion is still there, the Smash to Win promotion, mm -hmm. but you no longer have to smash your phone. You can now donate it to the me Phone Medics Society of Utah. I don't know. See, I wish they didn't do that. Because smashing videos would be funny. Well, I so a lot of people were very angry. Oh, it's Medic Mobile. That's that's what the charity is called. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so if you want the the One Plus, you can still do it. You just have to pay them a dollar and donate it. You know, if I was a company doing this, I would love to let it, the promotion run for you know for three months and then play a montage. Of all, like, of, of all the people. All these phone smashing. I'm sure that's what they intend to do, actually. And then have, at the end, a price tag of how much they estimate the retail value was smashed. Well, that's why it's such an ill-conceived thing, because it's, it's, if these were just like, you know. Well, the, the list was very specific about what Very you could. specific. There was only like 12 phones that you could smash to get points. And how many of them were below $600? None of them. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, fine. The Nexus 5 was. Yeah. Does that count, though? But but so like if it was just cheap phones like a uh, Galaxy S two or uh, that's an old one too right exactly like if it was old cheap phones relative to now then it would be an okay promotion because they were going to be disposed of anyway mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like there's no benefit to them for having them smashed or donated there's no they don't get anything out of it it's not like they're taking your smashed bits and turning it into a one plus. But isn't that how it works? But it's not. Even though that's what the video shows, that's not how it works. Aww. No, 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 I'm serious. The video shows you putting your phone into a vending machine, it getting burned and crunched apart, and then turning into, at the end, a OnePlus. It's, it's really funny. That sounds like an amazing process. It, it is. It's recycling. So don't smash your phone, donate it instead. Yeah. Hey, Motorola will be hosting an event on May 13th, and they're saying it's, there's going to be a price. For everyone, so if you're targeting that, you know what that means new Moto G. It's kind of a little, little cheap phone. A new Moto G. What is the new Moto G going to do, though? Well, first of all, what is it going to be called? Moto G two. Can can they really do that though? Why not? Mm, I think they're going to add another letter. GS Pro. <sighs> no, it can't be Pro. Pro is next month. Oh, is that is that real? No. <laughs> No, no, um, but they, no, they, they, I don't think I could call it the Moto G too. I, I think, well, fine. What's after G H? Yeah. No, I think G is fine. And then the Z. No, Mo, yeah. Moto Z. Moto Z. Okay. No, but we'll have to see with that. Um, well, so what it's... people are thinking is the the spec difference will be, you know, maybe one point five gigabytes of memory instead of just one, which is you know very appreciated. In addition to that, LTE. Because right now, they need the, that. right. So right now, the the only thing that you can get on the Moto G is HSPA Plus, which is fast, as you might have known, but it's not LTE fast, especially on the T-Mobile. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, my dad has the Moto G, and you know he gets reasonable speeds. He loves it anyway. He wouldn't care. But the new Moto G, if it's priced the same, then great. Also, what I think is they'll probably move the storage capacities down a tier. So the 16 will be the base model at 180, 180 and then the 32 will be. Yeah, um, the 200 model. And so, if they use the same price, that means they have to sell their old models at a different price. I don't think they'll keep the old models around, really. Well, they have to have them. They have to get rid of the slot. Well, they'll just stock. they'll just get rid of them. They'll just get rid of them. Send them. To they'll them. smash them. China. Yes, and they'll all get one pluses for the office. <sighs> you know, that's a pretty that's, nice office. I kind of like that. Yeah. Have you seen the Motorola office? I can show you some pictures. It's really nice. Do they have fake grass if you were to take pictures on? No, there's no grass, but the oh. walls are very interesting. They're, they they um. You know what a marquee is, right? Yes. So imagine a marquee, but instead of being straight, it's like all sorts of like fake polygons and wow. things. 
Yeah. Polygons. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Motorola, the website has been set up with a placeholder page that you can go to that makes mentions of what is known as a Moto X Plus One. What is that? Well, the Moto X Plus One is what we're calling the next Moto X, and so is Motorola. Now, it could just be a placeholder name for a placeholder name, right? So, like, the Moto X Plus One could just be what some dev thought they would call the next page for the next phone product. But if it's already on the website, presumably, it means that they're pretty close to getting ready to release it. Nice. When when did the first Moto X come out? It was August, I think, last year? Yeah. 2013, uh, August? They might do it maybe in June, late June, no. maybe sometime in July. Is their whole advertising thing going to be people jumping off of a bridge this time? Because last time was well, a duck. But jumping off the bridge to smash the phone so that you can get the in new one. X. <laughs> Yes, that did happen. I just, I just didn't like their. Yeah, I, I, I know. Just, I don't know. If you're well, gonna have a nice product, you gotta have nice advertising. Furthermore, I hope they don't do secret events this time. Because last year, it was really annoying to me that they that that. Well, then they postponed it because of some hurricane. No, first. no, that was that was the Nexus Four. That Nexus Four. Yeah, yeah. But the Moto X last year, they had three sort of events for the Moto line, and one of them that happened first was secret. Like, it was invite-only, but everybody knew about it, but nobody could talk about it because it was under NDA. Yeah. It was really annoying. So I hope they don't do that again. No, that would be uh, bad. Mm -hmm. Hey, want to talk about some uh, Google News? Mm -hmm. But first, let's talk about Apple. So, um, do you remember the lawyer that uh, won the Apple and and their pub their price-fixing scheme? Against those uh, publishers? Yeah. Yeah, the um, Penguin, Random House. And, and a bunch of other people. It, it was, Maxwell. Yes. Um, well, now... They're uh, looking at Google and uh, their OEMs. And um, so in the Google Play thing, they had this uh, mobile application distribution agreement thing. And it was worded in a way to make people want to use only Google and have a monopoly on using Google as the search engine of doom and destruction. Well, so what, what it was doing is, like, if you want to put Google Play on your phone, which as an OEM, you probably do because otherwise nobody's going to buy your phone. Mm -hmm. You must put the search bar for Google search on the top of your phone's home screen. Which is cool. Which is a fine and reasonable expectation. But it it it, it is um kind of a, a, an interesting lawsuit. It it's a, I believe it's class action even. So it's it's a pretty big thing if it if it works. And I, I don't know I'm I'm kind of torn because What's the difference between this and something like Internet Cortana. Explorer back in the day when Internet Explorer came with every Windows computer and Except it was... Except for in the EU. Well, right. Okay, fine. And it was set to be the default unless you somehow knew to download something else. Like, what's the difference between that and this? Is there really a difference? Well, one, it's easy to change your search engine. You just don't use Google. And, and then if you don't put Google Play into your phone, what is the point of having an Android phone? Like... I don't know. Well, you make all your own apps by hand. I'd like to see you try. Oh, I would never do that. Yeah, I, I will. And neither would any consumer. You need the Play Store. Right, exactly. So, um, under the secret MADA, because that's what they're calling it, device makers must allegedly include all of the following applications, which includes things like Google Search, Google Calendar, Google Talk, which is old now because it's been renamed, YouTube, Maps, Street View, Contacts, Android. I didn't things. hear my favorite one. What? Where's Currents? Uh, that actually isn't um, a thing that they must include. That's only on oh. Nexus devices. Okay. Yeah. Um, they can poison their own devices differently. Mod, Mod Mark 2. You know, that's... Sounds pretty be... good, actually. 
pretty bad. So in, in, in a statement that Google is offering to the public after this lawsuit started happening, uh, anyone can use Google, or uh, let me rephrase, anyone can use Android without Google, anyone can use Google without Android. Nice. That's since Android's introduction, greater competition in the smartphones have given consumers more choice at lower prices. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 it's an interesting uh, lawsuit. We'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted. I think uh, they should be able to do that. I mean, it, but it's also a secret agreement. Like uh, the user doesn't know that the OEM had to do it. The user doesn't care. No one knows what brand phone they have. An Android phone. They don't know what. But brand there's it a is. lot of people who know they have a Samsung. Mm, there are some people. Yeah. They have to call their phone Sammy or something. Well, right, but those are laptops. No, she called her phone Sammy 2 or something. Sammy phone? Sammy phone. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got a nice uh, tone to it. If you had said ring, it would have been clever, but okay, no. fine. Speaking of uh, rings, uh, new Chromebooks are coming out soon. Well, at least somebody's going to be talking about them, at least on May 6th, which I hear is in a few days. Two days? Tuesday? Uh, Intel and Google will be hosting an event somewhere that will be unveiling new Chromebooks, presumably with Intel's new low-powered Haswell refresh chips. Where, where, where are the Mulligan or the uh, Bima? Bimas. Um, I'm pretty sure those are uh, melting in the corner. No, they're better. They should have waited. I, I don't think there's a single Chromebook that uses an AMD processor. No. Like, That's going to change. I, I don't think it actually will. Why? Because Intel likes selling their bay trails at prices that are undercutting everyone? Yes, and they're probably better anyway. Well, just because the second point is most valid and truthful. Right. Now, now I, what I also hope to see from, from these new Chromebooks is that they actually aren't made of the cheapest plastic construction ever. Like, I would like to see some physically non-weak Chromebooks. You know Ian's Chromebook, the the one that that the box is there. Yeah. If you press on the trackpad, the whole thing bends. Uh, this is because there's air in there. But I have a MacBook Air, and it doesn't bend. It just loses battery at an astounding rate. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty three percent, by the way. Fifty three. So we're, we're, that's actually pretty decent. Okay. Why, yeah. why, why don't you just plug it in? I don't know where the cord is. It's upstairs oh. somewhere. Okay. Hey, uh, you use Google Drive, and we're using Google Drive uh, right now. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And um, so I guess there are some apps you can have for that, and those still exist and stuff. But Google has released um, Docs and Sheets, um, and it's going to have... As separate apps, yes. I might add. But, yes. Um, and so that will look very good on the uh, new Chromebooks. Everyone's going to get them. But they're not on the Chromebooks. Oh, iOS then? Yes, they're on iOS yeah, and iOS Android. And Android. That's. But can I get them on a Chromebook? No. Really? You just use the web version, not a Chromebook. Mm. But no, um, it's a really big deal, allegedly, because everyone does not use Docs in any way on their phone. People, yeah, I mean, it, a lot of people do, actually. No one. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people. Um, but the, You would use your phone to edit a Doc. I do it all the time. I, I often put show notes in during the week um, into my raw section with my phone. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just copy-pasting. Right. You, you couldn't do anything. Well, you can edit some, like, text formatting, but otherwise it's kind of a death uh, trap. You you couldn't type a paper. You couldn't even do that on a tablet thing. Well, I do have my keyboard, but I wouldn't do that either. Oh, where's that review? Oh, that review, it's coming soon. Um, but, but here's the weird thing. So this uh, Google Drive app 
is is cool and all and you know we've had it from once in years and the new doc and sheets apps are coming or they're already out and the slides app is coming but what's weird is the functionality that you used to be able to edit directly in the google drive app you know Mm -hmm. your document that's gone now you have to download the doc app or the sheets app or the slides app to be able to edit those on your phone or tablet so the functionality is being split out you know does that affect anyone well, whoever's using those apps, which I apparently is quite a lot of people, because a lot of people have it. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the reason. So this week, Slides, you know, Google Slides, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, app is the same because it hasn't happened yet. But on the web version right now, Chromecast support has been added. What does that mean, you ask? Well, you know how you can plug in your computer and then do a Google Slide presentation? Mm-hmm. Well, what if you didn't have to plug in your computer? What if you could just plug in your Chrome stick? Your Chromecast. So now you can directly Chromecast your slideshow to a Chromecast. That actually sounds like it would be very useful. It could be extremely useful. However, imagine you're a student in your classroom doing Mm -hmm. a presentation. You're up on stage showing off your latest virtual memory management techniques. And suddenly somebody takes over your Chromecast and recrawls the entire class. That can only happen. It will happen and heavily. Yeah. Unless they somehow can do um, priority... You know, but casting. Um, that wouldn't be a problem at a lot of high schools around here because um, they don't have RCA connectors on the back of the HDMI-only Chrome sticks. That is correct. You, you're right. So one of the things I'm going to add here then is the reason Slides is coming soon and it's not out yet as an Android and iOS app is because they're still probably integrating this functionality. And doesn't it make sense to have different apps if they're all going to eventually have different, you know, Chromecasting abilities, and they're all going to be different. Yeah. Why put them all into the same? Now they can all be updated independently. Seems like a good idea. It it really does. Mm-hmm. And then you can not update them equally. I'm going to update every app you've ever owned. You assaulted me last night. I was confused and baffled upon reacquiring this phone. I'm going to make you update. I I don't believe in updates. Well, uh, tell me about this Google Now update. Oh, this Google Now update is going to tell you where you left your car when you so let's say you go to the mall or something and you, you park somewhere somewhere who knows like, where and you've been walking around for like five hours because you've been lost inside the store happens now you, you can guide yourself back to where you park now yeah. what, what happens now so i don't park anywhere i i take the bus now what happens when you get off the bus now hopefully it's smart enough to know that you didn't get off the bus but you can also just, you know, it tells you bus routes. So you can say, okay, Google, take me back home. So you you could just, it'll tell you where to but, stand. But how does it know that I was on a bus and not on a car? That update explaining that will be in a blog post soon. Yeah, so like I feel like this could be a cool trick, but uh, I feel like on my bus problems, well, get the best of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, and GPSs I've used, you can just, you know, set a flag. Yeah. Places, but then you have to actually remember to stop. Uh, well, I do stop, but then I don't, then I walk. And so, uh, this thing works by the GPS, right? Presumably, some kind of triangulation between GPS, cellular, and Wi-Fi. So, I once went to the airport, and I, um, had to pick up my sister when she came back from France. Mm Mm-hmm. I know that where I've parked, because you go to the elevator, and you, like, so, I parked. I know where I parked. I just don't know what floor I parked. Oh, so like a so multi-structure, multi-floor yeah, yes. structure. Yeah, that's a really good question. 
Uh, that's the only time. Like I, I can visualize going from the elevators to where I park so very easily. I just don't know. I don't know what their plan is. So I on my phone, sheets just popped up. Well, <laughs> everyone likes sheets. Um, I think some Android phones. I don't know if yours does. I don't know if the Nexus Four does. Some Android phones have a pressure sensor and an elevation detector, and so in theory. A phone might be able to know if it's raised significantly above the ground, and so maybe it can do something with that. And then, if it, in addition, there's maybe for some horrible reason a Google Street View version of I don't know. I just now which one am I should I look at? Barometer? Like uh, there's there's sensors because Google. Yeah, but I but... don't. But does any of these actually do what I want? No. Yeah. Like, and it would seem that it would be very, very hard because you have to drive around a ton to right. get in parking ramps and stuff. And, and some, some parking ramps are even underground, so that's going to suck. And these parking ramps are huge sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it. Yeah, so that, that is a very good and legitimate criticism of this scheme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why don't we talk about Apple? <sighs> a real company. Yeah, you know, they actually bought a company this week. It's called Luxview. Luxview. What do you think Luxview does? Luxury viewing. Yeah, of... but actually, that's pretty correct. So Luxview is a company that specializes in making low-power micro LED displays. Oh, like you put on a watch? Yeah, like you put on a watch. <laughs> Turns out, so uh, we might be seeing you know some kind of pretty intense integration. Now, if they made this purchase now, that probably means we're not getting a watch anytime soon from Apple. Unless it's for a different product, like maybe the 12th generation iPod Touch. Or, I mean, uh, iPod Nano. My mistake. Cool. Mm-hmm. But it is their technology. You can read a little bit about it. They're pretty secretive. But you can read about it. It's actually pretty nice. It's it's extremely low power for a very small display, but it's pure color and high resolution. Now, is that before they start shoving sapphires up the screen? Uh, sapphires have no impact on the power usage of a particular display. It does affect the color. Uh, it turns it into a more of a mahogany red. You, you know, I was expecting that. Well, you shouldn't because sapphires are generally blue. But not the blood sapphires that come from staining something mahogany. Correct. I mean, I hear tears of rage are red. You've heard Either correct. Way, uh, got a, here's one for you, um, Mr. MacBook Air user. Woohoo! Um, the MacBook Airs were refreshed this Tuesday. Um, and it's minor spec bump. Um, another 100 megahertz increase in the... Um, cpu which is very you know it's negligible yeah i mean you would never notice yeah you you will never notice but giant increases in the battery um we'll actually figure out that when users actually can test it instead of just what apple says the apple says from from the the 11 inch went from 9 to 10 and the 13 inch went from 10 to 12 so we'll see in the verge review if that actually is true and remains true yeah Mm -hmm. and um but there's a they also did something else it cut the price a little. Um, a lot. Yeah. So uh, the, the 11-inch model will be eight ninety nine, and the 13 will be nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. which is... Pretty good. Know, yeah, because you spent 1500, yep, 1500 on your 13. And I got... Or your 15. 15 or 13. It's a 13-inch. Yeah. Um, I spent 1500 on this back in the day because this is the 128 model, because they had, you know, had the 64-gig model back in the day, and that was insane. You know, it was twelve ninety nine when I bought this, and then after tax and Apple Care, you know, it came out to fifteen hundred. So, so you do I, have Apple Care. Yeah, I will never get that again. Yeah. What is the point? You've seen the condition of this. There's two dings and one battery gone. Like, I don't know. I I don't need Apple Care. I'm I'm not irresponsible with my components. I've never believed in Apple Care. 
Well, um, I thought as a college student, I get might get mugged, and so I thought it might be useful, but it's not. Well, mugged how? Exactly. I don't know. You don't seem like the kind of person people would want to assault. I mean, based on things you've said, your hair in action is devastating to somebody's willpower. You, you should, you'll find out one day. Anyway, so you, you've heard about these new MacBook Airs, right? And how they're the, the most incredible things ever. You know, new Haswell refresh, you know, pretty, pretty important. Well, the new MacBook Airs were released, and then after some testing, because, you know, people went out immediately and bought them, there's some concern. What 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 could this possibly be concerned? It has nothing to do with the Haswell because Haswell is our savior. The problem is the flash storage that they're using in this generation MacBook Airs is quite different. So previously we were using Samsung flash chips. Well, the the, the 2011 one half were Toshiba, half were. I think yeah, right. So um, I don't know what mine is because why would I know? Um, the Problem is, they're not using any Samsung from what it seems right now, and that is causing some grievous problems in speed and performance. But they should sue them again. So, previously, we were getting some pretty good scores. The scores now are about 10% less in disk throughput. Hmm. And and so, I don't know what impact that has on, like, actual everyday tasks, considering the performance gains between Haswell and uh, Sandy Bridge. So, you Hmm. know... It would still be an upgrade to what I have. Well, that's, that's one way that, to look at it. That's all that matters to me. So you, you sound like you're going to get one. I probably will get one. Mm. Yeah. You're not just going to go for a pro? What do I need a pro for? It's heavier, and do I do any intense computation on a pro or on a laptop? Well, if you have it, you'll use it. I have a server over there. I have the world's fastest 3770K over here, and I have the world's second fastest 40... I think you're going to use the one across the room for everything. <laughs> it's not even plugged in. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I'm set for intensively powerful computers. I just need more battery efficient computers. Yes, but you also need a better user experience. I do. Like, um, your operating system, oh, it's so dated on that thing. Have you seen this thing? It is really dated. I mean, you need to have uh, OS X 10.10 on there. What, what, what do you call that? I call that a Sinra. Sinra, because there's an N in it. It's the Y next to the. I, I would call it Sira, but. C-ra. Who Close knows? enough. I mean, there's a RAR in it. Well, either way, I'm just going to call it OS X 1010, which is what it is. See, the need of they should have gone with dogs. Well, with, like, the cats are over. Like, how many dogs are there? Thousands. I'm a mailman now. I've known every type of animal that's been chasing me, and sometimes it's human, sometimes it's questionable. But there are a lot of different types of dogs. I mean, they they can get years. Out of just dog names, I think. So so tell us about what this 10.10 is going to bring. Well, so you've gotten a preview of it if you've used iOS 7. Because they're going to be jacking a bunch of elements from that, which um, I don't think I've actually... Up, my iPad reminds me every time I use it, like, hey, you know, you're, you're using like 6.1.22, like your, your very old update. But well, you know me, I, I do know update. you. I w- you really should update so I can see it. You want to see iOS 7? I kind of do. Uh, I'll, I'll have to bring it down. Yeah, sometime. Watch that happen? Uh, it, that office for iPad. I mean, I, you know, I I will buy it eventually. Okay, um, but so allegedly there's been a major visual overhaul, which I already thought that had was bloated with its visualness. Like um, it should revert back to simple, less less animation, less genie effects, less mm-hmm. other things. I, I hate mean, the genie thing. I mean, it, it should just be more. Do they still do that? Uh, yeah, it does, it does. I mean, things shake, quake when you hold, and it's just not a user friendly experience. It should be very. Flat. Yeah. 
Hmm. So I have this mock-up here that I put into the notes, and if you look at the mock-up, you can see a lot of the things they've simplified, so the shadows are less intense, the the windows have less bezeling, less light effect. Uh, you know, it, it looks good. Now, one of the things I do have a concern with is the dock is less 3D. So you know uh, in 10.4 how the dock was usually on the side of the screen? Yes. And then how it was just like a flat, white rectangle thing that's fine and so in then in 10.5 they switched to the more glassy you know dock of magic mm-hmm. it's it was 3d like it had a depth and that's what carried over to uh ios originally so in the mock-up here we have a very flat looking non-glassy dock and i i feel like that was one of the biggest differentiators between pre-intel and post-intel and it'd be a shame to lose that without going amd I don't, I don't think now, so. Now, also, I'm a big fan of what they've done to the notification center. So, on the notification center on 10... What is this? 10.9? It's, it's, the notification center has a really weird background thing. Mm-hmm. And the new one is just a transparent overlay on whatever wallpaper you have. It, it looks a lot nicer. So, if the mock-up is any indication of what um, Apple could do, great. Looks nice. Hmm. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, why don't we talk about Microsoft? Not not too much news about Microsoft. A little yeah, bit, but there there is. Uh, can you uh, mute my computer or unmute it? Uh, you're gonna have to tell me which one it is because you know it might be unplugged because I don't know if we ever plugged it in there. Oh, day. okay, never mind. So you don't know how to spell uh, you don't know how to spell Belfiore. Well, I was gonna say that you can't say it. Well, well, Joe 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 Belfiore, um, uh, the VP of Windows Phone, has confirmed that Windows Phone 8.1 will be getting a file manager. Ooh. What is a file manager? Well, for you users on Android, you think about something like Astro File Explorer or ES File Explorer. If for you users on iOS, throw it out the window and get a real phone. Um, later this May, this product will be coming out probably with the launch of Windows 8.1 for phones. Now, in addition to that, um, Joe Belfiore also was commenting on Cortana's existence elsewhere. So after the launch of Windows Phone 8.1, what happens to Cortana? Does it spread to the surface? I hope it to does. Windows RT, it better, and eventually to Windows eight point something on the desktop. Well, Cortana is said by Joe to like PCs. I am so glad he phrased it like that. <laughs> that is <laughs> that made my day. That is great. <laughs> yes. So expect to see Cortana sometime eventually on a PC. Um, I would totally update for that, and I hate updates. Now, I, I, I'm, let me let me explain one thing. Now, there has been a assistant on the Mac for quite some time. It is invoked on the laptop by double tapping the function key twice. Hmm. Um, and so, for example, I can uh, double tap here, and then Siri will open up, and then something will happen, and it'll try dictation, and it's useless hmm. because on a MacBook Air, how many mics are there? One. Can you hear me? No. No. So, uh, if Cortana is only a dictation tool, it's useless. But if it can do the, you know, you know, response reply thing, it'd be great. That would be something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So, how long ago was Internet Explorer six? Well, it came out with Windows XP, so maybe two thousand one. That's that's a long time. And when did eleven come out? Well, that came out with Windows eight point something. So, mm-hmm. like maybe two thousand thirteen at the earliest slash latest. Yeah. So normally when people find and exploit a bug or a vulnerability or something, like it only affects a small 
population. You know, it's isolated to a branch of a yeah. code base. So if you're using, like, let's say Windows XP through Windows 8, like all of their products in between there, and you're using Internet Explorer 6 through 11, there is a vulnerability that can give you full access to your machine just by viewing a malicious site. So 6 through 11, so like every version every of Every version Explorer. for the past over 10 years. Wow, that's pretty so, bad. I mean... And, and that, that's across all versions of the supported browsers. So, like, yeah. even on Windows 8.1 Mach mm-hmm. 2, you still can get this problem. And so that has led to Microsoft patching it immediately and telling everyone to get the patch. Which sounds good, because why wouldn't you patch IE 11 and Windows 8 immediately? Because that's the most up-to-date and most recently supported OS and browser from Microsoft, right? Yes, but they kind of raised the dead to do it. Like they, 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 they did what? The XP people. Oh. Even the people who didn't have the support agreement got this up. Wait, so you're telling me that those people who were supposed to get zero date didn't? Yeah. Oh, darn. It's very saddening. It is very saddening. Like, because I would imagine you would be hosting one of these exploits. kind of wanted to, honestly. Like, just to force a school district to not fail. You mean fail? Yeah, well, yeah. there has to be failure before the succession. Everyone be charter schools is the plan. I mean, that... Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, the, um, the district is gone. Uh, either way, but no, that is a... Very funny that they went back and changed it. Yeah. Midway Target. That's, like, that's not the Roseville no, Target. No, that is not. But she's on call this weekend. Oh, is it closer? Yeah. So if she needs to take a call, she'll be nearby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. Uh, tell tell me about what Samsung is doing. If you want to hear about them, Samsungs. So do you know the ongoing patent dispute between Apple and Samsung? Uh, let's see. Started about two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. Um, you know, about the time we started this podcast. Yeah, you know, it's it's a long running okay. joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, and guess what? Apple has won another hundred and twenty million on top of the two billion that they won just. A, recently and then that and then samsung said no that two billion is not the right number and then another judge said oh that's like a that is a, that is 120 million and has gone appealed numbers have changed drastically and allegedly it's finally over and uh samsung will be paying apple 120 million finally until six months from now when we hear it is 160 million yeah isn't that um kind of a weird thing so this has been going on for three years and allegedly they've been having the same lawsuit with every legal team in almost every country that sells both brands of phones mm-hmm. which is a lot yeah um, and high overlap you know it's it's funny how it has been final rulings and then prices have changed so much no i i do like how apple was asking for two billion and then they only got 120 million i like how that that happened yeah that is a lot you know, less apple obviously grossly overestimated the their patent's value of worth. Because you remember how they got that number. They surveyed Samsung users to see if the features those patents covered were the reason people bought Samsung phones over iPhones. Yeah. Right. It's mm-hmm. They bought it because actually Samsung phones have a real screen. That's usually the reason people gave, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, finally, Samsung is holding a health-focused event on May 28th which is just, oh, I don't know, five days before WWDC, where everybody expected to see maybe a watch, but more primarily HealthBook, which is Apple's version of some kind of health aggregation tool. Wow. 
Aggregated health. Yeah, aggregated health. Big deal, you know. I I would say that that's so big. Mm -hmm. So that's the news for this week. That's pretty good, then. Yeah. Uh, Any plugs? Uh, None. Any sponsors? I I do have an update for a plug. Oh, okay. So do you remember I I reviewed that charger two weeks ago? Yes. Um, And how it was slipping off the table? Yes. Well, I started globally having that problem after I moved my table from my room. Because mm-hmm. um, it really does want to slide when it's on a any surface that isn't flat, curved the right way. Oh. Like, my table is bowed just a little bit, and it was working fine. But to make room for my queen-size bed, bleh. Now, Now, is the phone sliding off, or is the charger sliding off? The phone slides off the charger. Right, because the phone is glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, simple solution. I mean, do you know how many rubber bands I get at work? Tons. Mm-hmm. Rubber, I, so I keep a rubber band around the charger, and so you just lift up, yeah. slide the phone under, and that it's great. Um, it is the greatest phone. So yesterday, it was my first time on my route, um, 18. Like, like I got a preview before Monday starts. Yeah. And this little girl comes up to me like, can I have a bracelet? I'm like, I don't carry bracelets. And then this, her sister was right behind me like, no, no, she mean one of them rubber bands. I'm like, oh, I got plenty of those. Here, have one. And she goes, thank you, mailman. It was It was very cute. I see. Okay, I would have never known that's what they meant. Yeah, well, yeah, ponder that. It, uh, my my pondering has left the room. <sighs> that's because it's the end of the show. Well, uh, what do you do next week? Well, next week, I am... So to, tomorrow morning, I um, come in hours earlier than I normally do, and I will be casing the route before I go deliver it. Well, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it is, and it should be a lot of fun. Um, I doing any kind of uh, other... Car-related activities? No. Yeah, because I heard... Acknowledging what hasn't happened is... Because I, I feel like your your vehicle of pizza-mobiling has been um, changed. No, it's fine. No, no, fine. it's fine? fine. Okay, okay. Fine. Uh, are you doing any T-mobiling? You know, my guy was supposed to contact me during the show. And, and he didn't. So, so clearly he's going to ta- contact you during something else. Well... You know, I hope he doesn't because like you know, this show is very tolerant to seg faults and inter- interrupts at Midway Target. Just, just in general. Yeah, um, it's frustrating when I can't get any service. Well, what I'm because different maps. What I'm doing next week? Yes, there are different maps. We discovered that last week. What I'm doing next week is my last week of class that Sam won't be going to. Imagine that. No, so it is my last week of class, so I think we have the last five lectures for every class this week coming up. Um, so Friday is the last day of instruction, so then I have to be studying all weekend and Monday, and my first final will be on next Tuesday. I'll make sure to plan something for that day. Thanks, great. And Wonderful. invite you. Yeah. And be angry when you don't show up. Yeah, okay, you do that. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm a reasonable person, and, uh, you know, finals come first, right? Unless you're Sam, and then you just stay on Gildor's all day. Uh, and, and also next week, um, we may or may not have, like, a special product to talk about. And it will definitely not be a Windows phone. You're, you're buying another Windows phone, huh? I didn't say that. Who's, are you going to make your dad buy one? I your didn't, mom? I, I don't know. She needs a pager. She does need a pager, although uh, Windows phones don't power pagers yet. Windows phone pager edition 8.1. So... We have the BlackBerry Pager 10.0 OS, and then we've spent so much in development in it, but we'll also put Pager 7 on for you. You know, you can switch with this physical toggle. You know, that would be the worst, having a physical toggle. Rebooting your phone. Like, can you imagine just accidentally pressing that? I don't that? even know if it would reboot. It would literally just switch the <sighs> screen. 
to the oh, so it's just a, it's yeah. it, it, it both run at the same time. You get half battery life, but two OSs. Yeah, virtual memory through the roof. Uh, where can I find you on the internet? Well, you can find me just about anywhere, and especially in ten minutes talking to Francis at the local Domino's. Any anywhere else on the internet? Actually, oh, uh, send me a letter to eight four nine Tatum Street five five one zero four. So one more time, anywhere on the internet. You can write me a letter. And remember, when you buy a forever stamp, it's good for forever. But but can can somebody email you? Yeah. By sending me Okay. Okay, you can type th- it up in your Gmail and then you hit print. You hit the inbox and then you take a screenshot cuz I want to see what browser you're using. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Cuz if you're using that new Firefox Orialis Boreal, you need to get a life and a name. <laughs> um, uh, and of course you can find me just about everywhere but especially on the Twitter RyanMR and of course you can also find my blog at RyanMR.blog which redirects to my Twitter not true yet turns out and of course you can find me on the Google Plus which is where I put a lot of these show notes throughout the week as I find them in real time just for your viewing pleasure which then Ian Buck promptly comments on so because he like lives on Google Plus he kind of does guy girlfriend talking about Vic again huh yeah yeah well that's all we have for this week well, have a good one. Have a good one. They're hot with destiny. Well, what? mainly because I got the big bulb in them. I mean, things with bulbs get hot. But can I can I tweet any of these things? No. Why? Because that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Here, I'll put a marker instead. No, oh, gosh. Is, it, is that going to make it like EB? Did there It'll be an EB for sure, but it won't be an EP. Okay, or OP. Speaking of which, did I tell you I found Polson? Yes, yes, you yeah, did. You yeah. didn't know who you were. Handled his package. Can I tweet that? No, you might not tweet that. I mean, it's pretty... Or do you want a thin piece of junk that they have at the Domino's? No, I don't. However... No, no. You need it thick and amazing. Okay. Let's we'll, we'll say we want it thick, then. Wait, actually, don't tweet that. Why? <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm thinking about trimming my beard. Why would you want to do that? Well, well it is mostly because it's hard to brush my teeth. Like, so, when I brush my teeth, it foams and drips everywhere. Um, also when I eat eggs, like, uh, like, uh, just the yellow drippy eggs and this stuff, it's bad. But, so, a lot of it's in my mouth. I have that same problem. Like, and I'm like, no, that's where pizza goes, not here. I can tweet that. <laughs> no, don't tweet that. You, you're a terrible human being. <laughs> well, I, you said I like to snuggle up to this Microsoft and get real close to it. Just, just get the pop filter even closer, but not actually touching.